The Productive Woman, Episode 441. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan, and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, we're going to respond to a listener request by taking a deeper look at the first component of a functional productivity system. You'll find more information and links to some resources I'll mention all in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 441. This episode is brought to you by Calm. And I wonder, do you have anxious thoughts sometimes? Are you restless at night? Or do you just sometimes not feel like your best self? Making sure we feel our best should be a top priority. And by spending a few minutes with Calm each day, you can be sure you're taking the necessary time to prioritize yourself. That's why I'm so glad to be partnering again this year with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to help give you the tools that can improve the way you feel. Calm helps you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. Their guided meditations, their sleep stories, their relaxing music tracks, and daily movement sessions are all designed to give you the tools to help improve the way you feel and therefore become more productive in the way that you want to be. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm, And even if you've never meditated before or or used a meditation app like this, you'll get the support you need to reduce stress, improve focus, and uplift your mood. And if you go to calm.com slash TPW, you can take advantage of a special offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription. That's the one that I use, that I pay for myself, and I have for quite some time And I really like the fact that new content is added every week so you never get bored with the resources available to you in the Calm app. So you can relax because Calm's got what you need for a happier and healthier you. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that one of my favorite things about Calm is the sleep stories, probably because I often have trouble falling asleep or falling back asleep when I wake in the middle of the night. And Calm Sleep Stories always help. And they have such a variety of stories. I really enjoy, for instance, the ones that take you on a visit to places in the world you might never have been, such as a new one that they put in recently about Patagonia's marble caves, or the one about the Scottish Highlands that's narrated by Outlander star Sam Hewen. Other sleep stories include stories from great literature or poetry. I think there's, there's some on, uh, of Shakespeare's sonnets with really great narrators. One that I enjoyed recently is a sleep story about the wild ponies of Chincoteague, which brought back memories of the book I read many, many years ago when I was a child. And this one is narrated by a man named Alan Sklar, who is one of my favorite of the calm narrators. In addition to the sleep stories, Calm offers other options for those of us who need help getting to sleep, including music playlists and a new playlist that I haven't tried yet, but I just noticed it recently and I'm going to give it a try one of these nights. 
called theta waves and rain for sleep. What, whichever ones you choose, the sleep stories help you drift off quickly so you can recharge your brain and be ready for the next day. And as I think I've mentioned before, they have a whole series of sleep stories for kids to help calm their minds at night so you can rest assured that they're getting the sleep they need. As I said, for listeners of this podcast, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off the Calm Premium subscription at calm.com slash tpw. So go to calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash tpw for 40% off unlimited access to their entire library. Once again, that's calm.com slash tpw. All right. Last week, we talked about the GTD system, the getting things done system developed or articulated by David Allen in his book by that name. And uh, I got some nice feedback about it, uh, some interesting recommendations of alternative uh, resources to talk about productivity. But one of the comments that was left uh, on that episode came from a listener named Joan, who left a comment saying, I would like to have an episode on the GTD capture. She says, I travel for extended times, so capturing is difficult. And so I thought that was a great idea that we could dig into that a little bit more and talk about what it means, some tools we can use for it and that sort of thing. This capture, the capture everything principle is really a fundamental aspect of the GTD method and really is fundamental to any productivity system. And the concept of capturing everything emphasizes the importance of recording all tasks, ideas, and commitments as they arise, which helps ensure that nothing is overlooked and it also frees up mental space for creative thinking and problem solving. One article I read put it this way, the best practice of capture, that element or that component of the system, is putting things down in a reliable external system. So that's what we're talking about. And the this article said reliable means so you can rest assured that your important thoughts and to-dos are not lost in the shuffle of life and you regularly can review them to stay on track with their execution because everything's there. It's reliable in the sense that you know everything's there and your brain can relax and trust it. And the article goes on to say external means it's there to save your own brain from the burden of preserving the little things so that it can focus on the big picture and fine tune and plan. So that's what capture is about. And I thought I'd just hit kind of the highlights, uh, digging a little deeper, as I said, into this one component of the GTD system and really of any kind of productivity system that you're going to implement in your life. If you want to remember what the other steps or components of the GTD system, you can listen to last week's episode, episode 440, where I kind of summarize each of the steps or the components of that method. So capture is the first step. And we talked about already kind of what it is. It matters because of what it does for us. It's about externalizing thoughts, getting things out of our head and into this other system. The most important principle, I think, of any 
productivity system is to create a reliable system for managing tasks and ideas, externalizing your thoughts, that is getting them out of your head into this external system, uh, reduces the cognitive load. It allows us to focus on what we're doing without worrying about forgetting important details. And I think it's important, uh, one article I read put it this way, capturing does not mean interrupting what you are doing to do something else. It just means reacting to something that comes to your mind and writing it down without spending any more time on it at that moment so that you can continue with what you're currently focusing on without being distracted by anything else. And the, the concept here is that when we, you know, have an idea or we remember something we need to do when we're in the middle of doing something else, a little part of our brain is distracted by trying to make sure we don't forget that thing. And that increases the cognitive load and provides distraction that makes it harder for us to focus on what we're doing. So this is why capturing is so important, getting this out of our head so we don't have to worry about forgetting it. We get it written down, we get it put into our external system, and then we can go on with what we were doing. By doing that, we are reducing our stress level. The act of capturing everything into this reliable external system helps decrease stress because it declutters your mind. When your brain is not preoccupied with trying to remember every task or idea, you can concentrate better and experience less mental fatigue. So it's just crucially important that we do this. And so how do we do that? As Joan mentioned, it can be really difficult if we travel a lot. We've got to create a system, that reliable external system that works with the stage of life we're in, with the way our life works. And so some of the key elements of this component of capture is starting with the capture tools. Selecting the right tools for capturing information is crucial. You know, we, we want to use a calendar to put those time-bound commitments, whether it's a doctor's appointment or a conference call for work or anything that has to be done on a certain day at a certain time, the right place for that is always going to be a calendar. We also need to capture ideas and tasks. And so uh, we need a system that allows us to do that, uh, things that we need to do and other things we need to remember. And so finding the right tools to do that is really important. Some people prefer a traditional pen and paper approach, whether it's using a notebook or a notepad or a paper planner. And there are so many to choose from. Uh, you know, we can maybe do a, an episode in the future where I can get your input on what paper tools you like, paper planners, if that's what you use. We can kind of maybe compare those. A lot of people like to do that. And that works well if it's either um, portable enough for you to take it with you if you move around from place to place, or if you're always in the same place. Like for me, I used to always use a digital tool because I traveled back and forth between home and a workplace that was an hour away. Oh, and I would travel for work and things like that. Now I work from home. And so most of my work is done right here at my desk. And for me these days, a notepad 
specifically designed for capturing these sorts of things is what works really well for me. And so you may be one of those people, but other people may opt for those digital tools, such as a note-taking app like Evernote or Google Keep or Apple Notes for capturing information, okay? That's, that's where you're going to put bits of information that you need. Uh, or task management apps like Todoist, Trello, Apple Reminders, or Asana. Those are just a few of the many task management apps that are available to us. And they have a really great usefulness for capturing those tasks, those things we need to do and managing projects and keeping track of all those, the pieces of a project, especially if we travel and we need something that will sync between say a, a computer at our desk and the phone in our hand or our iPad or something like that. Uh, so using a note-taking app can be really, really useful. Uh, and a task management app. Uh, even voice recording apps can be useful for hands-free capturing. If you are traveling a lot, say you you travel, uh, you drive for your work, having a, a voice recording app that you can just click a button and record a little voice memo for yourself can be a great way to capture. The point is to find a tool that you enjoy, that works well for you, any tool can work if you just use it and you develop the habit and the routines around using that tool. But again, we can talk in future episodes if that if you think that would be helpful to you about looking at the differences between analog and digital systems and which one might work. We've actually talked about that a little bit in past episodes, and I'll try to remember to put links to those in the show notes for this episode in case you want to check those out. The important thing about the tool, besides being one that you like, is it's got to be easily accessible, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. This makes sure that you can quickly record tasks and ideas and information as it comes to you, reducing the chances of forgetting something that's important to you. Because you want to capture in the moment the most important part of any task management system or productivity system is re not relying on your memory to retain tasks and ideas until a more convenient time. You want to capture them as soon as they come to you. By doing that, you reduce the risk of forgetting or overlooking essential details. And this is why that ubiquity <laughs> is so important, something that you can have with you or have access to no matter where you are. What um, one article said that I thought was a good way of expressing it is capturing, or what some refer to as quick capture, allows you to quickly record your ideas and move freely to the next one without having anything fall through the cracks. This article says quick capture is a foundational principle of any productivity system. And I agree with that. I think if, if you can do nothing else but develop the habit of writing things down as soon as they come to you, whether it is an appointment that goes in your calendar, a piece of information you're going to need to refer to later that goes into a note-taking app, or a task that you want to do that goes into your task management app or your notebook or that section of your planner, 
whichever it is, uh, again, as this writer says, quick capture is a foundational principle of any productivity system. And this, this writer also says it's just as important for the small tasks, like remembering the milk, as it is for the bigger tasks, like a home remodeling project or a product launch for your business. And again, I very much agree with that. So you want to capture in the moment. You want your system to work in such a way as it facilitates you doing that. You have it near at hand. You enjoy using it, so you keep it handy. And you create the habit of capturing this information, this task, this commitment, whatever it might be. We want to set up maybe triggers for capturing. We want to develop certainly the habit of capturing tasks and ideas and information as it arises, but you can also set up triggers or reminders such as maybe a daily prompt to review your notes or your emails to ensure that you're consistently capturing everything that requires your attention. So maybe you you know, set a set an alarm in your phone or on your computer, or if you wear a, a smartwatch, as I do, you can put a reminder there to pause for a moment and check your notes and see if there's anything that needs to go into your reliable external system. You want everything to go into the same place and set up those triggers to help you develop that habit of capturing it. Again, no task is too small. When you're capturing tasks and ideas, don't dismiss the seemingly minor items thinking, oh, I'll remember that. Again, when you try to do that, even if you think, well, it's a small thing or it's, a, I'll remember, it creates more of a cognitive load and they, these things add up, distracting us from our work. So it's essential to capture everything regardless of its perceived importance at the time. Because sometimes even those small tasks or those small ideas can contribute to significant outcomes or provide the foundation for larger projects in your life. Another article that I read, the writer kind of summarized this idea very well, saying a good practice is to capture 100% of your incomplete inputs, even those that seem unimportant, so that your organizational system, your productivity system, represents an accurate picture of your real commitments and interests. So every appointment goes into that calendar so that there's no chance of anything getting overlooked. Because as this writer says, if your system does not match your reality, your motivation will soon wane. You've got to be able to trust it. That's the reliability component of this external system. You've got to be able to trust your that system that it has everything in it. And you can only do that if you develop the habit and nurture and cultivate that habit of capturing everything. And finally, uh, avoid self-editing. So we, we talked last week about the, the various phases of the GTD system or really of any productivity system. And the capture phase is only the first step. And it's important that during that capture phase, you're focusing solely on recording your thoughts without evaluating or organizing them. That comes later. The GT method 
as we talked about last week, includes separate steps for processing and organizing tasks, which you will tackle after you've captured everything. So you will set up consistent times to do those parts for processing them, getting them them where they need to go, getting them organized, evaluating, prioritizing, and then moving on through the next steps of the system. So don't edit yourself at this capture phase. Don't spend the time evaluating, is this important enough? Is this more important than that? You know, that sort of thing. During the capture phase, all you're thinking about is simply capturing the information. By consistently capturing everything that requires your attention, whether it's information, tasks, commitments of various kinds, anything else, you create that reliable external system to help manage your tasks, your ideas, and your commitments. This practice not only helps prevent forgetting crucial tasks, but also reduces stress by decluttering your mind, ultimately enhancing your focus and therefore your productivity. And I love what Leo Babauta says in a post on his Zen Habits blog, Uh, an important reminder, I think, to all of us who are motivated to be productive, but sometimes don't follow our system as well as we should. He said, if you slip up, just start again. Sometimes we forget about our capture system or we get too busy. It happens to all of us. Don't beat yourself up or just abandon the system. It works. This process works. You just need to get started again. Perhaps you try a new tool or tweak your system. But as he says, just start and it will make a huge amount of difference. So my question for you, I guess at this point, I'd love to know what you think about this. What do you use for capturing ideas, information, tasks, all those sorts of things? Do you have a reliable external system for capturing and managing all of these things? And what is that? How's that working for you? I'd love to hear from you and hear your thoughts on this. You can share that by going to the comment section of the show notes for this episode. You will find that at theproductivewoman.com slash 441. And that that is where you'll find the page for this um, for this episode. The show notes will be there. And if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place where you can leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you there. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. As I always mention, if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's a great place to continue this conversation and to share with each other our ideas, the tools that are working for us, the approaches, the triggers maybe that we use, the the habits we develop to make this work for us. You can always email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I'd love to hear from you there. Uh, I think that's it. Remember, for listeners of this show, Calm is offering that exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash TPW. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash TPW for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. I really sincerely recommend this highly as uh, 
a, a little bit of self-care to help us make a meaningfully productive life. And that is it for this short episode of The Productive Woman. I hope it was helpful to you. I so much appreciate you spending the time with me, and I hope you found some value in it. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself, and go make your life matter. Matter.